0: More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network.
1: Today on More to Life, toasted. Are you worn out from working hard but not getting the results you're looking for? You might be dealing with burnout. We're going to help you find peace and make progress. 877-573-7825. Everyone says they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body uh, reveals how you can actually achieve it.
2: More to life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant.
1: Good morning, everyone. You are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today's show is titled Toasted, as we talk about burnout, those times when we feel worn out from working hard but not getting the results we're looking for in our life, and our relationships, and dealing with a particular issue. If you're feeling really frustrated about anything, and when you think about that thing, you're like, ugh. I just don't want to have to deal with it anymore. Whatever that is, whether that is, uh, you know, your parenting, your <laughs> marriage, your you know, extended family life, your yeah, particular anything. problem you're facing in your personal life, we can get burned out about a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. We want to help you find peace, reclaim your joy, and make progress today. On more to life, the number eight seven seven five seven three seven eight.
2: You know, Greg, as you're saying, burnout happens when the work we're putting into something doesn't produce the fruit we hoped to see. And that can happen in any area of our lives. So are you feeling burned out because the effort you're making to resolve a particular problem in your life isn't panning out? Are you feeling burned out in your role as a spouse or a parent Are you burned out from dealing with a difficult person in your life? Or maybe you just feel burned out in general. Let us help you discover the insights and tools you need to reclaim your sense of power and purpose and enable you to move more effectively to progress in God's grace. I have to say... you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it, it can get to you in so many ways that sometimes you don't even know what it is. You can't even identify it. And then I, I'm going to blow the possibility this show could ever be green because doesn't it get worse this time of year? We have to talk about how so many of us feel this time of year because it's, we're all carrying the normal everyday load right? The emotional load, the workload, all of that stuff. And then you put the holidays on it. And suddenly, those relationships are all supposed to be perfect. And the house is supposed to be perfect. And the bank account is supposed to be perfect. So you can buy stuff for lots of people. And you're supposed to have fun. And you're supposed to be all shiny and happy. And a lot of people look at this and want all those things but are sort of overwhelmed by the fact that the world doesn't stop to let you do all those things. You're still doing all the other things, and now you've got to do these things. And you start to feel burned out, or perhaps you're looking at all that and saying, no, you know, those things haven't produced the fruit that I wanted by all the effort I've put in to my relationships, to those things that I've been trying to do. And now the light's shining on it because of all the holiday stuff, and I'm feeling fatigued, I'm feeling let down, I'm feeling exhausted or a little bit depressed or a lot. That is burnout. And we want to help you overcome it today and get some good results feel better about your life yourself and all that stuff let us help you with that today on more to life on our show called toasted because you're feeling all burned out about some stuff 877-573-7825 that's 877-573-7825
1: every day on more to life we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of St. John Paul's Theology of the Body. And if you're not aware of what that is, uh, when St. John Paul was Pope, he gave a series of reflections on how prayerfully contemplating God's creation gives us some really good ideas about God's plan for living a more abundant life and having healthier, holier relationships.
2: You know, as we were saying, burnout is effort minus meaning. The theology of the body speaks to this when it reminds us of the difference between work and toil. Before the fall, the work that Adam and Eve did to tend the garden was joyful and fulfilling. It had purpose and meaning and their efforts literally produced good fruit. But after the fall, because sin knocked the entire world out of order, work became toil. The earth fought back against their efforts to cultivate it. Their work felt like a struggle. They lost sight of the purpose of their efforts. Work became something that divided them instead of making them feel united for a common purpose. And this is the basis of burnout, when our efforts seem meaningless, especially when it comes to our efforts to work on our relationships.
1: Yeah, reclaiming joy in the face of burnout means reconnecting with the meaning and the purpose behind what we're doing and then approaching our work or relationships in a way that enables us to feel more connected to God, to the people around us, to our own best selves. Often it really takes making a conscious effort to step back from what we're doing and intentionally reminding ourselves why we're doing it, who we're doing it for, and what our goal is in trying to choose to do this thing in the first place. And then we need to ask ourselves if the way we're doing it is really serving those goals. If not, well, it's time to make some changes. You know, God doesn't want us to settle for grinding our way through the day in our life, our work, our relationships. Burnout can be a sign that we're starting to settle and that we need to step back and practice what the theology of the body calls receptivity. By giving our situation to God and and asking him how he wants us to approach the work, the role, or the challenge that's in front of us, and then listening to his voice to guide us through. And if we can bring ourselves to do that, then God's grace will bring the meaning and the purpose, the joy, back into everything we do, and help us find the solutions we're going after. Well, if you're feeling stuck in that, though, or frustrated at any part of your life because you're just working really hard at this thing, whether it's to solve that problem or to handle this relationship or that person, and your effort is not producing the fruit you're looking for, let's talk about it and find better ways forward before you get burned out. Mm -hmm. Or if you're feeling burned out, let us help you claw your way back Mm -hmm. (laughs) to a more meaningful, purposeful, uh, effective life. 877-573. Seven eight two five Again, that's 877-573-7825. All right, let's take our concerns to the Lord, and then we'll start taking your calls. In the name of the the Father, Father, and the the Son, and and the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, we come into your presence, and we bring to you all those situations where we do feel frustrated because we're working hard to try to resolve that problem, or deal with that relationship, or handle that difficult person. But the work we're doing just isn't producing the fruit that we need it to produce help us lord to to not be burned out or if we are feeling burned out to come back from that feeling so that we might be able to connect with your grace and discover new better ways to face those challenges so that we can rediscover our sense of purpose our sense of meaning our sense of joy and our ability to make effective progress through your grace. We ask all of this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, and in the name of the the Father, Father, the Son, and the the Holy Spirit, Spirit. amen. Amen. Pope St. John Paul the Great,
2: pray for us.
1: Today on More to Life, our show is titled Toasted, as we talk about being burned out. Uh, Whether you're dealing with a difficult relationship or a, a specific problem that you've been working hard on but just aren't making the progress that you'd like to and it's wearing you out, or if you're dealing with a particular person who's just exhausting to have to deal with, let's talk about finding grace-filled ways to respond to those challenges so that you can find your peace and make better progress. 877-573-7825. If you're listening on the podcast, make sure to send your questions to questions at more to liferadiocom That's more than number 2, liferadio.com. With that, let's, who's our first caller today, Lisa?
2: We're talking with Erica, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Indiana.
1: Hi, Erica. Welcome to More to Life.
3: Hi, thank you.
1: How can we help today?
3: My Yeah, I am exhausted with um, my adult son and his wife. My husband and I both are. Um, they are both in their early 30s. Back when our son was in high school, he got into that K2 and marijuana and he would like drink bottles mm. of cough syrup to get you know a high from that. We had lots and lots of issues. He re- he just kept bringing drugs into the home after being warned to stop doing that or we were going to have to kick him out because he was 18 by that time whenever we told him that. He continued to bring them in. We had a younger son. Um, so he was then kicked out of the home mm. and through the years that we've had a, a good relationship, we have a great relationship, but the substance abuse never stopped. It just takes different forms, um, and what we're dealing with now is pretty much, a, well, I'll say every family gathering, and my husband and I are usually the hosts of family gatherings, they will either show up, either... They're drunk, or they've taken pills. Um, from our understanding, they take Xanax, but it's not prescribed by a doctor. Um, and or they will be fine when they arrive, but then midway through, they go outside, they come back in, and now they're like having a hard time staying awake, and they're slurring their speech, and but they're not—they don't smell like alcohol. Um, So we're not exactly sure what it is that they are abusing, but we know it is something. And it's just gotten much worse over the past couple of years. And now we're faced with Thanksgiving and we just Mm -hmm. don't Mm -hmm. know how to handle this anymore with them. It's kind of just always been like swept under the rug. Nobody has said anything. But now it sounds like there's
1: something you you, question me. It sounds like there's something you want to do about it. So if you had your druthers, what would you do?
3: I'm sorry, if I had what?
1: If if you had your way, what would you do?
3: Well, if I had my way, I would tell them that they can't come to the home in that state or get to that state while the gathering is going on or they can't come. But okay. I also-
1: And, and what, what would stop you from doing that?
3: Because I'm afraid that they're going to take that um, very badly and we could end up being cut off, you know, from our son. And we don't want that. We just want them, they're not living their best life and
1: in well no areas, i mean it's not even they're not they're living their best life they're 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 endangering their lives yeah. i mean you know yeah. with the with the drinking and drugging that they're doing this this isn't just oh you know it's just a little bit annoying and you know we you know like you know they're using bad language or something you know this this is this is a life threatening thing ultimately i mean it it's 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 really uh, hampering their ability to um to function you know effectively so you know and sometimes um you know you know, Jesus said, anyone who loves his life will lose it. And that's sort of a strange thing to say, but, but, you know, the same thing is true of our relationships. We, when we, we, when somebody is behaving in a destructive way, we can love that relationship so much that we end up losing the relationship anyway. And this is one of those times when that's going to happen. You know, you're afraid of losing your son, but you're losing him. You know, you're losing him to drugs and alcohol. And if you don't set that line where you say, listen, guys, I love you and you're welcome here. But you have to be able to show us that, that, that you love us more than you love your booze and your drugs. And that means come in here sober so that you can enjoy the time and we can actually connect and be together. And if you feel like you can't do that, then you can't be here because we don't want to have a relationship with your drugs and with your alcohol. We want to have a relationship with you. So this is not about judging them or condemning them. This is about saying, I love you and I want you to be able to be here and participate in our life and, and be, be you know part of everything. And when you come and you're drunk or you're high, you can't. So we need you to make a decision. You know, can you come here and really be here and, and let us connect with you and, and attend to you and be part of things? Or do you need to stay home because you love your drugs and alcohol more? I mean, you know, so however you put it, that, that's, that's the, the, the tone you wanna to take where you're saying, I, I love you and I, and I want to see you. I wanna connect with you. But whenever you come drunk or high, I can't. And so it's just too painful to watch you hurting yourself that way and, and having you just opt out you know, it's obvious there's something wrong with you and, you know, you can't be part of things and I just can't deal with that anymore. I love you too much to let you be here in that state. So if you can come and be sober and, and, and part, participate in everything, then, then I would love to have you. But if you can't, then you can't. So So the point is, Erica, you know, you're working for the good of your son by doing that. Uh, and, and ultimately, you know, saving the relationship, you don't really have a rela- you, you can't have a relationship with somebody who is an alcoholic or a drug user. You, there's no such thing because they, they will always put the substance before you and you've lost him already in some ways. So the question is, how do you get him back? Right. And and, you know, if you you're you're afraid that if you say that, that he'll choose the drugs over you. But he's already doing that. You know, you, you've you've effectively lost him. So the only the only good thing that you could do at this point is to set those limits to say, "I I want to get you back. I love you too much to let you keep going down this road. Please come and be sober. And if you can't do that, then you can't come." So, Erica, that that's really I know that's a hard thing to do, but uh, anything else is really enabling him uh, and and tacitly encouraging him to continue and down this path. And so, I would really gently. Challenge you to be willing to challenge your son for his good. All right. With that, we have to go to break. But thank you so much for the call. If there's more we can do to, to, to help you along this way, don't hesitate to reach out to us uh, if you'd like more some personalized support. You can uh, come to CatholicCounselors.com, and we can, can help you find faithful ways to respond effectively to this challenging situation. Because you shouldn't have to do it alone. Thanks so much for the call. Eight seven seven five seven three seven eight two five. Again, that number is eight seven seven. 573 7825 we're talking about burnout today on our show titled toasted you know, maybe you feel burned out from dealing with a particular problem in your life and you're working hard at it but it's just not you're just not getting the results you're looking for and you're burned out from it maybe you're burned out in a particular role you know in parenting or in your marriage uh, or you're burned out from dealing with a particularly difficult person in your life Regardless of the situation, burnout happens when meaning is drained out of the work we're doing, when we're working hard but we're not seeing the fruit. Let us help you rediscover your power and your purpose and enable you to make more effective progress through God's grace today. The number is 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877 573 7825 When we come back we'll be taking your calls plus we'll be joined by Damon Owens from Joyful Ever After who'll be having sharing some insights about how the theology of the body can help us deal with burnout. Stick around for that and more of your calls when more to life continues after the break.
4: Hi, I'm Al cresta Do you remember writing your Christmas wish list as a child? In developing countries like Haiti and Guatemala, children don't make Christmas lists and they don't expect Christmas gifts all their parents earn must go to food, shelter, and water. Can you picture the joy of surprising a child with their first Christmas gift? Send them a box of joy at boxofjoy.org. A rosary in the story of Jesus is included in every box
0: of joy. Give today at
4: boxofjoy.org.
0: Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot?
3: always hear from uh, different people at non-Catholic churches that Catholics were going to hell or that they really didn't know who the Lord was the Catholic Church is
2: not all what people say it is I mean, it's completely different, there's so many stereotypes, it's very possible to know the Lord and it's very possible to have a relationship with God in the Catholic Church I believe I was born into the Catholic Church and that's where I belong
5: If you've been away from the Catholic Church visit catholicscomehome.org
2: Welcome back to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popcheck.
1: I'm Dr. Greg Popcheck. Today's show is titled Toasted, as we talk about dealing with burnout. Those times when the work we're putting into something just isn't producing the fruit we'd hoped it would. So whether you're dealing with a particular problem in your life that you're working hard at, but not getting the results you're looking for, or you're burned out in your role as a parent or a spouse, or you're burned out from working with a difficult person, we are here to help. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Joining us right now, Damon Owens. He and his wife, Melody, are the founders and directors of JoyfulEverAfter.org, a Theology of the Body-based marriage ministry. Hey, Damon, welcome to More to Life. Hey, Dr. Greg and Lisa, good morning. Good morning, welcome to the show. And, you know, you wanted to share some insights from the Theology of the Body that can help us deal more effectively with burnout.
5: Yeah, I've told you this before, and, and I've really appreciated the definition you're using about burnout as being effort minus meaning, and there's so much imagery, so much um, beautiful analogy, not only from the scriptures, but in the theology of the body about, you know, I'm thinking in particular about, you know, a lamp, you know, a lamp filled with certain oil, and in this case, the the oil is the meaning of what we do, you know, the burnout being just losing that meaning, and uh you know, John Paul II, when you're speaking about particularly that scene in the garden um, that, you, that you opened with, it's, it's um, that ebud and shamar, that, that tending and tilling of the garden. There's two things that, that are worth meditating, and that's, one, that it's not the outcome necessarily that we're being judged on. Now, I know this coming Sunday's readings are going to be about talents and, and, you know, not burying them. That's got other meaning, but I think there's something important about the process, the journey, the work itself as being sanctifying and having been given a responsibility from God, the meaning of that is in that giving of order and power and responsibility from the father so that when we work, it's not just about producing outcome as much as it is what the work does to us and to others and to the world, sanctifying ourselves, sanctifying our work, sanctifying others through our work so that when we lose that meaning, we end up losing the whole purpose of work itself. That, that it's about a, a becoming of who we are as an absolute objective dignity and worth being in the image and likeness of God. But love, action, a person in act is becoming a saint. We're becoming more human. And when we're more human, we're made in the image and likeness of God. It's a divinization. So when John Paul II made that connection between man, work, and divinity— It really does sort of change the focus of why we do what we do and not falling into toil, but at the same time, not being so outcome focused that we think we're remaking the world in our image and likeness.
1: Well, you know, as I'm listening to you, Damon, I guess one of the things that's striking me is that I think a lot of us sort of settle for this idea that work is supposed to be toil, that work is supposed mm-hmm. to just be drudgery, that we're supposed it's supposed to make us miserable, right? And, <laughs> and, and, and sometimes, you know, the fact is, you know, doing the, you know, working on it, whether we're talking about work work or we're talking about working on a, on a particular challenge we're facing or a problem we're facing, I mean, that is hard, certainly, um, but it's not meant to. To make us miserable. And I think that, that what we're really talking about here is that, that the theology of, of the body is reminding us what the purpose of work really is, and, and, and that if we are miserable in it, then maybe we need to ask God to help us change our approach in some way. I mean, what, what do you think about that idea? Y-
5: yeah, exactly. And I, I guess I'm, I'm offering another dimension to what it means to lose meaning. Not in the lose as in absence of meaning, but sometimes having the wrong meaning, trying to, trying to burn a lamp with water. You know, and if we lose the meaning of what work is doing for us in becoming you know saints to becoming holy and more human then we start looking at failure we start looking at more effort and toil uh, as opposed to uh, the meaning is misplaced we have the wrong meaning in, in understanding what work is to us and as you said it can be uh, a, you know a disorder to a certain sense of fulfillment what does it mean to fulfill so we, we lose. The, the, that, that original but primal core of what work is, and that is to become more human and to exercise a stewardship in the image and likeness of God for the created world. So that meaning carries with it an oil that would never go dry.
1: Amen. Hey, Damon, thank you so much for your time today and your insights. Really appreciate your good work. And, you know, especially if folks are feeling burned out on their marriage, we really encourage you to check yes. out org that great ministry that Damon and his wife, Melanie, have founded and directed. It's joyfuleverafter.org. Thanks so much for being with us today, sir. Always a pleasure. Bless you guys. All right. God bless, Damon. Take care. And we are taking your calls, listeners, at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. As we've been saying, burnout is what happens when meaning, well, when you take work, And you subtract meaning Mm -hmm. and that comes often from working hard on something but not seeing any fruit from it whether we're talking about work work or we're talking about the work you're doing to resolve a particular problem in your life or deal with a difficult person in your life or handle a a relationship challenge that you're dealing with and not feeling like you're making good progress there we want to help you come out of that place so that you can reconnect with that sense of power and purpose and discover ways to make effective progress through God's grace. Where are you feeling frustrated, burned out, or worn down from handling a particular challenge in your life or relationships? Let's talk it out and find some different ways, some new tools and new insights to help you reclaim that sense of power, purpose, and progress. 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877 877- 573 7825 back in a minute
4: now that the abortion problem has been returned to the states we will most likely be called upon to give a reason for our pro-life activism but this is more than a mere political issue it's an opportunity to present the gospel of life it's an opportunity to demonstrate the kingdom's view of this world and of human life And the central question in this dispute is going to be what is the status of pre-born human life. Many Christians need to recognize that yes, we have to do the political thing, but we have greater opportunities here. We have an opportunity to engage people about the very meaning of life itself. I mean, that's why John Paul II wrote the gospel of life. He didn't just write some sort of political anti-abortion tract, right? He's talked about the gospel of life Presta in the Afternoon, weekdays at 4 Eastern on EWTN Radio.
3: Father Benedict Groeschel.
0: I want to welcome you, if you're not familiar, with the wonderful world of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. What will America become if it makes it impossible for the Holy Spirit to work here because of untruth and self-indulgence and paganism? This is not just a nice discussion of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, because I'm going to discuss what happens when people make it impossible to be prudent, just, or honest, or brave, or courageous, or reverent. When people make that impossible, what a terrible thing they do not only to themselves, but to our society
1: EWTN live truth live Catholic hi I'm Dr. Greg Popcheck. did you know that up to 20 percent of Americans suffer from serious levels of anxiety we all feel anxious from time to time but when anxiety starts harming our health relationships or everyday activities it's probably time to seek some advice The good news is that anxiety wasn't part of God's blueprint for the human person. It's just one of many symptoms of a world broken by sin. And just as God wants to liberate each of us from sin and death, He wants to free each of us from unhealthy worry and anxiety, too. St. Francis de Sales, for example, battled anxiety as a young man. Later in life, he wrote that, quote, "...anxiety is the greatest evil that can befall a soul except sin." But with God's help, he overcame his anxiety and went on to become one of the church's greatest spiritual teachers. Even though anxiety disorders have complex physical, psychological, and spiritual causes, God literally created us with the capacity to live in His peace, not just in the next life, but right now. To learn more about God's promise of peace, check out my book, Unworried, A Life Without Anxiety. And if you'd like more grace-filled assistance in your battle against fear, worry, or anxiety, visit CatholicCounselors.com.
2: Welcome back to more to life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak.
1: I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. The day our show is titled Toasted as we talk about burnout. Those times when we feel like we're working hard on whatever, uh, that problem, that relationship, that situation. Life in general. And it's just not producing the fruit that we hope it will. You know, when you get and that, when that happens, you get frustrated if you get frustrated long enough. Then you had burned out. So let's talk about ways to reclaim that sense of power and purpose and make progress through God's grace at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825.
2: Let's talk now with Doug, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Florida
6: on Guadalupe Radio.
1: Hey there, Doug. Welcome to More to Life. What's your question or comment for us today?
6: Hey. Uh, no question, but I just wanted to let you know that I came, got into my car going to an interview, turned on your uh, program, uh, heard about uh, purpose-filled work, and that just hit me at the right time because the interview is with a local parish. <laughs> so I just well, wanted wonderful. to say thank you, and uh, uh, it makes me feel better because I've I've done the work without purpose thing and i just feel energized uh, now that i I feel like i i have a purpose again uh, with this
2: that's beautiful praise God. well that's beautiful and chuck i really encourage you since this is an interview to really make sure that you know the holy spirit leads you in driving that point home to them that this is something you feel purposeful about and you'll be bringing that new energy to the job if you're granted the job I'm, I'm praying for you, Doug. We're adding you to well, our prayer list. We'll let's pray, pray with, pray with pray you pray now for. because this is wonderful.
1: Lord, please bless Doug in this upcoming job interview at the parish. We just ask that you would help him to present himself well and that your will would be done in this situation so that he could find more purposeful and meaningful work to build your kingdom.
2: And that his the people of that parish and the church and in total would be blessed by the purposefulness of the way he takes on this new position in his life if you grant this unto him and lead him into purpose and giving you glory in everything he does
1: and ask this all in jesus name amen Amen. doug thanks so much for the call good luck on the interview we keep praying for you let us know how it goes
2: yes please
1: but you know i mean you know doug's comment you know points back to damon's segment where you know he was just really sharing that the importance of having purposeful work. You know, we have this tendency to think that work is just supposed to make us miserable and wear us out. And sometimes it can, I mean, certainly, but, but it's not me- that's not what it's meant for. The Catechism really talks a lot about how work was made for man, man, not man for work, and that, that when we find that we are doing work um, or working on anything in a way that's wearing us down, that's not God's will for us, uh, and that he has a different plan we need to keep bringing that situation to him and asking him to teach us how to approach that either work or that life situation or that relationship challenge in a new way that is life-giving, that helps us rediscover that sense of hope and purpose and enables us to make even small progress every day so that we can be glorifying glorifying him in everything that we do. Thanks for the call, Doug. 877-573-7825. Our show today is titled Toasted as we talk about being burned out. You know, If you're frustrated because you're working hard on something, whether that's making a relationship better or dealing with a particular problem that you're facing or just any challenge in your life, but it's just not working out, well, we want to help you find ways to connect with greater meaning and the new tools you need to make more effective, grace-filled progress. 877-573. 7825.
2: Let's talk now with Jim, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Nebraska on Spirit
1: Catholic Radio. Hey there, Jim. Welcome to More to Life. What can we do for you today?
6: Well, good morning, and thank you for taking my call. But first off, uh, kudos to whoever chose today's topic. What a what a great topic that's relevant to all of us, so whoever chose that great idea. Uh, I apologize, but I'm not feeling burned out right now. <laughs> But, <laughs> don't,
1: well, apologize well, don't apologize for, for that, that I'm, I'm glad to hear that you're not. <laughs> I,
6: yeah, well, I, I've been there. I mean, I've been there and done that. I was, I was a teacher for about 40 years. We have six kids. And so there were times where I, I felt that. Uh, but what I'm finding now is, is that uh, it depends on our perspective. So for the, for the good of or the order, I'd like to encourage your listeners to, rather than just look at what's in front of you in the next five or ten minutes or, the, you know, the papers you have to grade tonight or whatever, you know, what is that eternal perspective and that is that, that God has already won the victory and he's allowing us to participate through our trials that, and to be a part of this. And so we, 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 if we keep that in mind, I think that is the virtue of hope that will sustain us, whether feeling burned out or not.
1: No, I think that your point's really well taken, that, that you know, in, in any work that we're doing, uh, whether that's our career or that's the parenting uh, or the work that we have to do to make a marriage work, uh, or the work we have to do to solve the problems in our life, we can get so focused on solving the the, the issue in front of us, or how frustrating the thing in front of us is, and how we don't have, we don't want to have to deal with that thing or that person for the next, as you said, five or ten minutes. It's really important to build some time into every day where we can step back reflect and ideally pray about that bigger picture. You know, Lord, help me remember why I'm doing this. You know, help me remember why you put me in this place and what you're asking me to do. And you know what? I I, I got to say, over the last several years, I've, I've discovered this prayer that I think is probably the most important prayer I've ever made in my life. Really? And that is, God, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing. I help, me to, help me to approach this thing in a way that will glorify you that will help me to be my best self that will help me work for the good of the people that are involved in this show me how to do this thing because I have no idea what I'm doing. And you know even and, and I do that even when I think I know what I'm doing because sure. I know I don't. Sure. <laughs> well, and, and, and there's you know there's the
2: I know what I'm doing in terms of the technical things that I should be doing. What we never know ever is how God's going to use it and what's the big picture on this in terms of what God thinks needs to be going on what what his to execute his plan for us and the people whose lives each of us touch in the world and so we don't know what we're doing we don't know the eternal plan for the fact that we got up in the morning and we got stuff to do but taking that time and realizing that god put us here for a purpose he created us out of his love and he has a plan for our existence In this world, each one of us matters, and we matter to other people, and we matter to what God is trying to do for everyone in the world. And if we can just take a few moments and tap into that every single day and realize that it's not drudgery. It's really divine work, even though it seems like it's not sometimes.
1: Jim, thanks so much for the call. I really appreciate your perspective. I think that that your words will be an encouragement to lots of people who are tuning in today, and I I thank you for your willingness to share some of that wisdom with us. 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Are you dealing with a problem in your life or relationships that's just frustrating you? You know, you're working hard on it. But you're just not seeing the results that you'd like to see in that relationship, in that role, or with that issue that you're handling. And, you know, if you let that frustration go long enough, it starts to turn into burnout, where just even thinking about that person or just thinking about that relationship or thinking about that problem drains your energy. Well, if you're in that place or you'd like to avoid going to that place, let's talk about some new insights and new tools that will help you rediscover that sense of peace and purpose and help you make grace filled progress. The number is 877-573-7825. Again, that's eight seven seven five seven three seven eight two five. You know, Jim was talking about, you know, having six kids. One of the areas where we run into burnout a lot is with parenting. And, you know, we're often ashamed to admit that because we recognize that our kids are a blessing. We love our kids, you know, but sometimes it's a lot.
2: For every single parent on the planet.
1: And so we are walking with families, hundreds of families, just like you, every day, on a resource called Catholic Home. That's spelled H-O-M. It stands for Households on Mission, Catholic Households on Mission, Catholic H-O-M. And there you're going to find tons of resources, monthly downloadables and activities to have fun living your faith at home with your kids, videos for the whole family, engaging podcasts monthly live stream events um, and, and more importantly our whole team of pastoral counselors and coaches is on the Catholic Home app walking with families just like you answering your parenting questions responding to challenges about how do we live our faith at home how do we deal with kids whenever they're pushing back against our faith or values and how do we really just come together as a loving caring connected Catholic family in today's world if you'd like To rediscover your sense of purpose and meaning and joy in your parenting life, I hope that you'll become a member of Catholic HOM. Go to CatholicHOM.com or download the Catholic HOM app today and get the support you need to really bring more joy, purpose, and grace into your family life. Check it out at CatholicHOM.com or, as I said, download the Catholic HOM app for Android or Apple. With that, we are going to go to a break, but when we, uh, but first, before we get out, it's time for our scripture of the day, which comes to us from Isaiah, chapter 40, verse 31.
2: But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not
1: faint. A message of encouragement to all of you who might be feeling a little burned out about something in your life today. Remember... When we bring it to the Lord, when we wait on the Lord and ask him to teach us, you know, waiting for the Lord doesn't just mean sitting around and waiting for something to happen. It means actively going to God and saying, Lord, teach me what to do. Help me to have your perspective on this. Help me to see this situation through your eyes. Help me to remember why you've asked me to do this and how you want me to do it so that I can glorify you and become my best self through this process of responding to this challenge or doing this work or being in this relationship. And the more we do that, the more we wait on the Lord. And the more we wait on the Lord, as Isaiah tells us, our strength will be renewed. You can take that to the bank. And that's Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. We're taking your calls today about burnout on our show titled Toasted. Are you worn out from working hard but not getting the results you're looking for in any part of your life or relationships? Let us help you Rediscover that sense of peace and power and purpose and enable you to make more effective progress through God's grace in your marriage, in your parenting life, in that relationship with that person that drives you crazy, with that particular problem you have to manage. We are here to help. Again, the number, 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. Or if you're tuning in via podcast, send us your questions to questions at... More to liferadio.com. We'll be back with your questions in just a minute. Stick around. Underwritten in part by the following nonprofit. Finding
0: good health care, encouragement for healthier living, or solid spiritual direction can be frustrating. That's why the Catholic Healthcare Alternative, CMF Curo, is offering a health sharing option. Curo's Christ-centered wellness services include Catholic Wellness Coaching, Spiritual Direction, and a Catholic community supporting your health and wellness needs. Visit CMFCuro.com to learn more. That's cmfcuro.com, where you can experience Christ's healing love in your health and wellness.
3: Catholic Connection with Teresa Tomio. People think it's easier to stay in
2: the muck. The devil that we know is easier than the devil we don't know. But what they don't realize is that the situation can get worse. And what we're seeing now with some of these very liberal orders, let's say, for example, these liberal orders that are dying out, especially religious sisters dying out, literally folding, and then you have the religious orders such as the Sisters of Mary, Mother of the Eucharist, the Dominican Sisters in Nashville, the Sisters of Life in New York, flooded with requests for information and to meet with the sisters about this beautiful life because they're so joyful because they are living the truth of Scripture and the truth
3: of the Eucharist, of Jesus. But these people will not let go because then you have to look yourself in the mirror and then you have to surrender. I think it all goes back to the Garden of Eden. Who's God? Are we God, or is God God? Catholic Connections, Teresa Tomio, Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern, on EWTN Radio.
4: Hi, I'm Al Cresta. Do you remember writing your Christmas wish list as a child? In developing countries like Haiti and Guatemala, children don't make Christmas lists, and they don't expect Christmas gifts. All their parents earn must go to food, shelter, and water. Can you picture the joy of surprising a child with their first Christmas gift? Send them a box of joy at boxofjoy.org. A rosary in the story of Jesus is included in every box of joy. Give today at boxofjoy.org.
2: Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of
1: the body? Well, and follow us on Facebook at More To Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa. And on Twitter and Instagram at Catholic Counselors, we'll see you there.
2: We're so glad to be with you today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popcheck.
1: I'm Dr. Greg Popcheck. We're talking about burnout today on More to Life. Burnout is effort minus meaning, and we can experience burnout in our work life. We can experience it in our relationships with our kids. Or with our spouse or with dealing with that difficult person that we always have to contend with or even in dealing with particular personal problems we might be encountering when we work hard but we're not seeing the fruit that we were hoping for you start to get frustrated and when frustration takes root it becomes burnout give us a call if you're in that place eight seven seven five seven three seven eight two five we want to help you reclaim your sense of power and purpose and enable you to make more effective progress through god's grace 877-573-7825
2: let's talk now with jackie who's listening to ewtn radio in minnesota
1: jackie welcome to more to life how can we help you out today it's jackie. jackie are you there Uh, Excuse me, is it Kathy? Kathy. I apologize. Oh, I'm so
2: sorry. They have Jackie on the board, but Kathy, we're glad you're with (laughs) us today. What can we do
6: for you? Yeah, hi. Um, I'm a retired school teacher, and I taught for about 15 years. And uh, I kind of got burned out, and it was kind of, yeah, I was old enough that it's like, you know, I'm just done doing this full time. Mm -hmm. I just, yeah. And then. It's like this is the second year i haven't taught and uh um, it's like they still want me to come back and substitute teach and it's like my friends are still there it's like i kind of you know i i loved teaching but it's like i just don't know i just don't want to do it anymore and it's like but i don't know where god i don't know what else i'm supposed to be doing you know it's like i've been i just need help and well,
1: well. All right. So, let me ask you this. You know, when when you, sure, I'm, I'm, you know, and we actually talk about this in in our book, uh, the life God wants you to have. We're talking. It's a a book about discernment, and and one of the things that, um, you know, one of the, the that I ask people to kind of pray about in that book, is for God to show them the choices that will enable them to experience the most amount of meaningfulness, intimacy. And virtue because those are the three pillars that an abundant life rests on right meaningfulness refers to where can I use my gifts or how can I use my gifts and talents in a way to make a positive difference um, in in the lives of the people around me right or and and so that you know when we we're able to make a gift of ourselves that helps bring meaning into our lives Um, intimacy how can I where can I where can I put myself or what can I do that would help make my relationships healthier, stronger, and deeper. And sometimes that means setting boundaries or limits on certain things that aren't as healthy in a relationship, and sometimes it means being more open and vulnerable in healthy ways in that relationship. And then finally, virtue. How, how can I respond to whatever is happening to me right now in a way that would let me grow, that would help me become more of the person God wants me to be? And the more we can lean into meaningfulness, intimacy, and virtue, the more we find that sense of greater meaning in our lives and that sense of of what God is calling us to. So what I'd ask you to do is is two things. Uh, First of all, well, one main thing. I, I want you to really just really reflect on where you experience the most meaning, intimacy, and virtue in your life right now. And I want you to lean into that. Whatever that is. Right. And and in terms of the the work that you're being asked to do, I want you to pray about that and say, OK, Lord, you know, I don't want to do it unless I can find a way to do it in a way that leads to greater meaningfulness, intimacy and virtue. So either show me how I can make that happen or show me something else to do that would give me that greater sense of meaningfulness intimacy and virtue. So as you're praying about that, I mean you're you're leaving open the possibility that God might be calling you back to to substitute teach. But but you're you're not just going back sort of out of a sense of obligation or out of a sense of drudgery or not knowing what else to do with yourself. You're really looking at it in terms of you know that's one option I have in front of me. Out of many ways I could pursue greater meaningfulness, intimacy, and virtue in my life, and God wants me to lean into the the, the 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 opportunities that I have to grow in those three qualities. What stands out to you, and you want to lean into that? So I want you to pray about that, right, and really take that to God and and, and reflect on those three qualities, and do the thing that that leaps out at you as you reflect on it that would give you the greatest potential for greater meaningfulness intimacy and virtue again making a positive using your gifts to make a positive difference in the life of those around you or the circumstances that you're in making your relationships deeper and healthier and stronger and thirdly virtue using whatever life is throwing at you to become a stronger healthier holier person
2: and and Kathy I want to, to say that since you are now you know in the second year of retirement first of all good on you that you've given yourself this this time to adjust Because we often think that the minute we're we're retired, suddenly we're supposed to get this all right within two weeks. Like, we take a two-week vacation, and then we're supposed to, like, have our next phase of life handled. What you're dealing with now, though, is a very different mindset, right? You do find one answer to this. So first of all, since you're looking at, you know, how to use your gifts, as Greg is saying here, I really encourage you to sit down in prayer. And make a list, maybe over several days, because you're going to have to think about this, of what your gifts really are, and then put a big star by the ones that are your gifts that really bring you a lot of joy and satisfaction. And then you have that to sort of measure different things against. So you may decide, hey my relationships might be really served by keeping my hand in as a substitute teacher so I can see my friends but I'm gonna let them know I'll only do that one maybe two days a week I'm available if they need me on a Wednesday I'll go in that'll give me a chance to have lunch with my friends keep in contact with them but the other days of the week I'm going to use my gifts in other ways maybe in serving the church maybe just in tutoring kids one-on-one you know, I only got to talk to you for a minute. I don't know how many wonderful gifts you have, but most teachers have a zillion wonderful gifts. It's what made them great teachers in their whole careers. And you have a lot there to be able to serve the world with. So don't think you have to find one solution, one answer to what you're going to do in this phase of your life. Really look at those gifts and see, how, Lord, can I put this together so that it's meaningful, so that I really am staying with my relationships? So it's purposeful and gives you glory, but also brings me joy and serves your people. I think if you take this as it doesn't have to be an all or nothing, and you can really look at using your gifts in various ways and then take that to prayer, it may give you a different perspective.
1: Uh, you know, and to develop this, Kathy, I'd really encourage you to check out uh, the life God wants you to have, which again is, a, is my book on discernment, and it really walks people through this whole meaningfulness, intimacy, and virtue process. Uh, and helps them apply it to the specific challenges they're facing so they can really get a clearer sense of what God's plan is. Again, the name of the book, The Life God Wants You to Have, it's available at catholiccounselors.com or wherever books are sold. And I do hope that these suggestions that we're giving you today will get you started. If you need more support, again, the book, The Life God Wants You to Have, can can get you the rest of the way, I think. Or you can reach out to us at catholiccounselors.com to help work with somebody who can help you identify that purpose for this next chapter in your life. Yeah, I I
2: will say that... um, you know one of our clinicians Rachel Isaac works specifically on working with people for success and she just did a webinar about 3 weeks ago that really helped people break down how to discern what the next steps in their lives are, how to be successful in it, how to identify their strengths, how to really find their mission and purpose. So if you you know feel like, well, I've I read the book, I've done this, I still need some clarity, she might be a wonderful person to work with because she, she really knows what she's talking yeah, about she, in this area. Sorry, she
1: directs our, our St. Sebastian program in performance excellence, so you can learn more about that at Catholic Counselors as well. Mm-hmm. And as we're wrapping up here, I just you know wanted to let, you know, people kind of take this away. Remember that the burnout is effort minus meaning, right? And so if you're feeling burned out, the answer to that could be one of two things. Either the way you've been approaching the work has been absent of that meaningfulness, intimacy, and virtue we're talking about. You're working in a way that isn't helping you feel like you're making a positive difference, it isn't being respectful of the relationships that you're in, and and you're not growing in, in virtue. You don't feel like you're able to be your best self in that situation. And so the question in that situation is, how do you approach that work in a different way that would lead to greater meaningfulness, intimacy, and virtue? The other possibility is that you're doing the wrong work. And so in that case, what other opportunities is God giving you to grow in meaningfulness, intimacy, and virtue? And the more you lean into that, the more satisfied your life will be as well so pursue that abundance that comes from meaningfulness intimacy and virtue especially in the face of burnout whether it's burnout in your work or your relationships or a particular problem you're facing in your life meaningfulness intimacy and virtue is the path to abundance if you'd like to learn more about that check out my book the Life God Wants You to Have, which is at catholiccounselors.com, where you could also learn more about the Pastoral Solutions Institute's pastoral telecounseling practice and work with a faithful, professional Catholic counselor to help you transform your marriage, family, or personal life through God's grace. Check it out, catholiccounselors.com. Have a blessed day, folks. Thanks for tuning in.
3: You've been listening to More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popcheck.